Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today is a very special day, Dave. It's our two-year anniversary. <laughs> so, yeah, right? <laughs> so it's a special Gladiator episode. Yeah. We're doing 2000's Gladiator, directed by Ridley Scott and starring Russell Crowe. This is the long-requested film of uh, Dude Infamy. Yeah. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I watched Eating Raul. Um, mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's a movie from 1982 with Paul Bartel and Mary Warnov, um, and it's a it's a horror comedy, um, a black comedy, I guess mm-hmm. you could say, in which um, a, a couple they they start killing swingers and robbing them, um, and it's all it's a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, it sounds <laughs> yes, fun. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I mean, like if you've ever seen um, Chopping Mall. Uh, there's two characters in the in the in the opening mm-hmm. scene where all the mall employees are like you know getting the demonstration of of the robots. Uh-huh. The two people sitting in the front row are Paul Bartel and Mary Warnov mm. reprising their characters from this movie. Whoa, it's like almost a sequel in a way. It's like the the <laughs> chopping mall exists in the eating Raul universe and vice wow, versa. It's a shared universe. Yes, yes. This is awesome. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> now is that on Shutter? It, it was on. Uh, it was actually on Filmstruck. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I couldn't believe it was in the Criterion. Thing, I've actually yeah. heard of this movie. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Pretty cool. So you'd recommend that one? I, I guess. would recommend. <laughs> Eating Raul was a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> I I watched a movie that just came out. It's called Colossal. Mm. It has Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis in this. Have you heard of this film? Um, no, I haven't. Basically, it's about Anne Hathaway. She's She's like a 30-something who likes to go out and party and get drunk all the time. Her life's a mess. She's irresponsible. Her boyfriend kicks her out, and she goes home to, like, figure things out. You know, it's one of those movies. And then a giant Godzilla monster attacks South Korea. It attacks Seoul. (laughs) And she she slowly realizes there's some kind of connection between her and this monster. Wow. And it is very original, and it's really good. I was not expecting your synopsis to end the way it did. Yeah, and it's it's basically when you break down like an allegory for like how your actions affect other people. Oh, yeah. Whether you know it or not, or, okay. And what you're gonna do about it and that kind of stuff. All right. Um, it, it's a really great movie, and it's it's I've never seen a movie like it. It's awesome. Yeah, that sounds cool. I would hope that this gets nominated for some kind of screenplay oscar right because it's it's pretty damn good and i would recommend everybody see it that's a highly original story you're right yeah it's pretty neat and sudeikis is really good too mm-hmm. like everyone in the movie's pretty good so right yeah colossal everybody mm-hmm. so now we are going to do our question of the week from last week yeah what is your favorite arnold one-liner <laughs> uh everyone came out in droves for this one Dave. yes that's right uh, we got a lot of responses yeah so uh kevin on facebook said let off some steam bennett <laughs> <laughs> that so. was that was cool because it was like I, I hadn't even thought of that one and and it's I, I on the commando DVD is a feature that, that that's named after this line. That's awesome. I know. That's so cool. <laughs> um Erica says it's not a tumor. Man, you know, it's not a tumor. I can't I can't not the the, the 
I remember that was all over the trailer, and it never. It's the one Arnold one-liner I think that never stops being funny for me. I love it, but and it's not really a one-liner. It's just what he says to the kid. It, it's it's <laughs> Ar- Arnold saying words, which became a thing. Yeah. Well, most of his lines, I guess, do. I know. I mean, you, you can almost pull anything from any script, and it's gonna it's gonna like have staying power. Just like get to the chopper. Yes. That's of not course. a one-liner. It's That's not. him saying, "Hey, we've got to get to the helicopter." <laughs> I know. Quickly, and it's kind of in the background. Post- too. I mean, like, he, right. he, it, he's he's like yelling over helicopter blades. You almost don't even hear it, but it became <laughs> this infamous line. Right, and it's great. Yeah. Um, Talbot says, two weeks. Uh, the lady in Total Recall that we discussed <laughs> yes. last week, the it, malfunctioning man, head. Two weeks, that's great. Um, <laughs> Alan says, do you tango? I did not expect that. I didn't, I didn't even either. think of that as a one-liner. No way. And 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 it and it definitely qualifies. Now that's at the very end of True Lies yes. when he asks his wife to dance. Now is that I, what it's I, from? I, I think he because I was trying to remember if if it's if it's only with Jamie Lee or if he had asked it to um, like Tia Carrera. Tia Carrera okay. in the beginning of the film. Okay. Um, I need to watch True Lies again, and I maybe want to watch True Lies actually. It's a great movie. Yes. Um, and Dave says, "I've only been driving an hour." <laughs> From twins, <laughs> which that was that was also unexpected, but like uh-huh. you know, man, um, <laughs> wow, that 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 one it's that one not, really hits. It's not expected. No, Marty posted a gif, a gif, on our page. I'll be back. <laughs> uh huh. Classic, probably the original Arnold one-liner. That is where it started. Yes, because he's actually said that line in other movies now. God, and I hate that. Me too. Why do you have to say it again? Yeah. Calling attention to the fact that you're Arnold Schwarzenegger <sighs> and it takes us right out of the story. See, that's what I don't like. I mm-hmm. love the one-liners. I know. But I don't like when he repeats them in future movies. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul pulls out a good one here. Sub-Zero, now plain zero. Wow. <laughs> the, 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 the most obscure but awesome of the one-liners. Yeah, it's... I would have never. I I forgot this one yeah. from Batman and Robin. Right. This is insane. It's it's is it? I think it's from the Running Man. Oh, it's from Running Man. Yes. Oh. See, I, I, when I when you when I was you thinking of it, okay, it sounds like a Mr. Freeze line. Okay, that's right. Yeah. I don't like the Running Man very much. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've only seen it once. Him and Richard Dawson battling it out. Yeah, forget it. Isn't Yafet Koto in that movie? He is. Yafet Koto is like another guy I... who's with him all the time. Doesn't he? He like has like a big muffler and he hits people or something. Yes. I forget. But the Running Man. Eh, okay. Right. But yeah, dude. Awesome responses, folks. Yep. So thanks for getting to us. Um, we all love Arnold. So thanks. Right. Thanks a whole lot. Now it is time. To talk about Gladiator, Dave, Mm -hmm. why don't you give everyone a synopsis? All right. So, um, Gladiator. This is, uh, it's historical fiction, and and it's a fantasy, pretty much. Um, And if you treat it like that, you're going to have a good time. Um, I, I used to rail against movies that, that like got history wrong yeah. or, or that, um, you know, like, like revisionist history. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'd be like, Oh, it's not historically accurate. I never really cared about it, but I pretended that I did. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> I was just a jerk. Okay. Um, I, I, it's okay when you take something that happened, especially something that happened like literally thousands of years ago and you, you know, make it your own. Yeah. Um, and in this case, this is about the, uh, Marcus, the emperor Marcus Aurelius. Um, he, he dies and he does not want to, uh, have his, his oldest son Commodus become the, uh, become Caesar. He wants to give rule over to, uh, his finest general Maximus and then Maximus will kind of be a regent um, ruler for a while until Rome can become a republic. Right. And um, 
Commodus gets winds of the, gets wind of this, and he's power hungry, and he uh, hatches a scheme to get rid of Maximus and take the throne. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we are, yeah, Gladiator. This was a is a much loved movie, Dave. Uh-huh. And like you said, you hate history movies. I'm just kidding. You like history <laughs> movies, but historical fiction. Yeah. Everyone who's listening to this knows you have some beefs with this movie. Yeah. So do you truly hate the movie? Let's get this out of the way up front. Yeah, sure. What, what's your problem with Gladiator? My problem with Gladiator is um, that it didn't deserve to win Best Picture. It, it, it looks to me, okay. and it still looks to me, as the kind of movie that's a lot of fun mm-hmm. and that is good. It's mm-hmm. a fine movie, whatever. Yeah. You just have a good time with it. It makes a bunch of money, and then that's it. It disappears. Yeah. That it... When awards season came around and it was nominated everywhere, twelve nominations. I mean, best picture, best director. You know, like what? I mean, I, I couldn't actually. I don't even know if Ridley Scott was was nominated. To be honest with you, um, no. And, oh wait, and yes, he was. He was. He okay. was. And then Russell Crowe winning best actor. I I'm I'm totally on the page with you there. Like, <laughs> he's not phenomenal in this no, movie. No, this is not a best actor performance. No. Joaquin gives a performance that's yes, worthy. Absolutely. And Joaquin, he was nominated. Joaquin deserved to be deserved a nomination. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, but I mean, isn't Connie Nielsen as good as Russell Crowe in this movie? I mean, like, like everybody's good in it. Everyone yeah. is, is doing fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that Russell Crowe was, was thought of as the, the best actor of the year 2000 by the Academy is, is kind of a joke. Yeah. It kind of sucks. Right. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and best picture that that rubs you wrong too. It I know you certainly. I know does. you want traffic. Yes. Yeah. I I remember, I saw this movie the day of the Oscar ceremony. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> earlier in the day, I went and saw Hannibal. It was like opening weekend. Okay. Uh, another Ridley Scott picture. Ironically, yes. Um, I came home. And I realized I hadn't, okay, I, if I'm going to watch the ceremony, I, I, this is back when I was watching the ceremony, you know, like from minute to minute. Uh-huh. And I, I was like, okay, well, I haven't seen Gladiator. Let me pick it up on the way home. I rented it. I watched it. And I was like, all right, that was fine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it had already won the Golden Globe. And I was like, okay, it won the Golden Globe. Maybe, maybe that was just a, a token thing. Mm-hmm. And it won Best Goddamn Picture that night. Yeah. I remember watching this movie just going, I, I've seen the movie now. It was fine. This should not be beating traffic. It shouldn't have even beaten, you know, like any of the other nominees. Yeah. Yeah, I was pissed. I, I agree. I don't think it really was the best movie. No. But, you know, that's how the Academy rolls, man. I know. Whatever. Uh, they, they like they like big expensive bombast. And, and I mean, like, like as far as other best picture, like, winners of the past, I mean, like, th- this one, it's, it's kind of, it's not forgotten, but it's not something everyone talks about. Oh, remember the great days of when Gladiator took the prize. You know, like <laughs> right. when they have Oscar montages, they don't show, like, pictures, you know, like, like film of Gladiator. And, for, and rightly so, because I hope that they're ashamed. You know, that, 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 that they did this. Yeah, maybe they are. They probably don't care. They don't get ashamed very often. Yeah, they don't care. Right. But that, all that aside, you mm-hmm. think it's an okay movie. I do, yeah, yeah. I think it's an okay movie. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the film itself then. Okay. Um, It's a very simple story, really. Yeah. It's a, it's a story of corruption and revenge. Yep. It's really not too complicated. Russell Crowe is supposed to be taking over for the king. <laughs> I know it's Caesar, okay? Yes, I'm just saying the king. Right. You can say king. Yeah. But anyway, uh-huh. the rightful heir doesn't want that to happen. 
kills his family, and then he comes back to kill the guy that killed his family. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much like Death about Wish. About two and a half hours. It's exactly like Death it's Wish. It's the same movie. It's the same movie. <laughs> um, that didn't win Best Picture, though. <laughs> no, it did not. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's really easy to understand. Yeah. Really simple. And and I guess we can just kind of get into, like, when the movie starts, I mean, like, they're in Germania. Rome was always fighting wars all over, you know, what is what is now present-day Europe Everywhere, and yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Maximus, uh, Russell Crowe's character, he's leading the troops uh, in, into this war. And uh, when after they, they're victorious is when Marcus Aurelius, played by Richard Harris, mm-hmm. um, he tells Maximus what's going to happen. You know, that, that I, I'm not going to have my son take the throne. You're going to do it. Right. And at this point, I remember thinking, you know, like if it was me. If I'm Maximus, and all he wants to do is go home and, like, retire to private life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he keeps talking about, like, his villa that he has. And, and we, we see it throughout the movie that yeah. it looks pretty tempting. Yeah. Um, just on this, you know, Tuscan hillside or whatever. I'd be thinking, you know, don't do me any favors, Your Grace. And also, look, if you are Marcus Aurelius and you are the, the renowned philosopher king, mm-hmm. how do you not make more arrangements if if you're the king and you know that your children are unfit to rule yeah then you have to like make a plan for their exile so that what happens to maximus doesn't happen yeah i don't know he talks about all the corruption of the senate and yeah. stuff so maybe he doesn't feel he can go to anybody for this i don't know but you can't you can't just say you know what guys i'd rather have this guy in charge so that's who's in charge i you know can't you do you, that you, that's no no I mean, Rome was an advanced society. Yeah. It's similar to how the U.S. is structured. Like, <laughs> yes. It's not like you just say, you know what? He's in charge now. I know. You can't do that. No way. No way. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, like it's... And you get you don't even have, like, like Gracchus, Derek Jacoby's character, yeah. is supposed to be, like, the good guy senator on his side. He's not even, like, aware of the plan or anything. No. He's, like, he, no one you, is. No one knows that this is going to happen. Only... only... <laughs> Only the emperor knows about this plan, right? And like it's 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 sort of like in in you know you know movies where an undercover cop is like you know like uh-huh. his boss gets killed by the by the bad guy and like <laughs> no one knew about the mission. Yeah, this is what's happening in ancient Rome. I mean, come on, man, you, you, you got to make undercover. more of a plan. <laughs> and on top of all that, it's like like also, jeez, <sighs> don't don't. Okay, we, we said that he only tells Maximus. He does tell Commodus when, when Commodus arrives, uh, jo- Joaquin Phoenix's character, the eldest son. Yeah. He tells him when he arrives, look, Maximus is going to take over, and he tells him why. Yeah. He says that, you know, you're, you're not fit to be emperor, and... and mm-hmm. But, okay, so not only did you not tell Gracchus, you didn't tell any of the Senate, um, you, you didn't make any arrangements for this secession of power. Yeah. You then tell your evil son... <laughs> The plan. I mean, <laughs> without any protection from Maximus. Yeah, not good. Wow, man, this this is this is Marcus Aurelius we're talking about. Like his his writings are still you know yeah. like 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 famous today. I mean, if this is the this this guy he, wasn't this much wasn't this thick. His downfall was an oopsie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. This is a pretty dense emperor. God. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was a good scene though. It was when, when yeah. the reveal is made, and right. I mean, you've got Richard Harris and Joaquin Phoenix here smashing it. Yes, like they're, oh, they're totally, doing man. great. Yeah, and I love what he tells him all this, and Joaquin Phoenix plays Commodus 
is saying like you gave me a list of vir- your virtues and stuff and I have none of them mm-hmm. but I have my own and he goes and lists these things right and he's like just because I don't fit this mold doesn't mean I'm bad right and that you, you should love me anyway mm-hmm. uh, even though you know he is a bad dude he is he he's is a bad psychotic his virtues he's twisting them on their head his, <laughs> his true virtues are like he wants power right he's entitled he's self-righteous uh-huh. like you know he's not merciful like he says at the end of the film <laughs> no he's not commonest the yeah, merciful yeah commonest the merciful that's a good scene <laughs> but yeah and then he chokes out his dad like it's a great scene it is it's really good and joaquin he's so emotional in the movie like you know he's he's a kid basically who's grown up yeah and he hasn't felt like he's been loved and he hasn't felt like He's gotten what he deserved, even though he's probably been spoiled rotten his whole life as the son of the emperor. Yeah. <clears throat> but he feels like he deserves more. Right. And and I, I, I like that he's maybe the most complex character in the movie. He is. You know, because yeah. there, there are times where, where, where you see, you know, especially when he's making his virtues speech, where, where he's talking about, like, the things that he does possess. Um, like, you, you can kind of, like, glean that, that maybe he's right. And, and maybe he, Richard Harris... Uh, Marcus Aurelius is is right to not make him emperor because mm-hmm. he shouldn't be emperor. Right. But when he's like talking about what he does have, that 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 is it's it's an effective scene. Mm-hmm. And like this guy is not you know Joffrey Baratheon. You know he he he's mm-hmm. not just a completely a, a little shit who who deserves to be you know right. like like on a on a spike somewhere. Uh huh. He actually is kind of complicated. He's sad and he's pitiful. Yes, but he's mean. You know, I know, he's a bad dude. I know. He he he's sympathetic while also being a tyrant. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's tyrannical. That's a good way to put it. Right. He's quite a character. I man. know, man. I know. It's He's it's, my it's favorite a... part of the movie oh, actually. Absolutely. I I think Joaquin Phoenix is dynamite. And, in this. and like we said already, like it's a good movie. It's just way overrated. Agreed. And absolutely. everything's fine. The movie's fine on, in all aspects. Yes. But Joaquin's the only thing that rises above the rest, if you ask me. He's Agreed. the only part that's really, really good in this movie. I mean, every scene he's in, um, it's one of those times where, where when he's not on screen, you, you want him back. Yeah, you want Joaquin. And I wanted more Oliver Reed also, too. I, yeah, Oliver Reed's like, pretty awesome. As Proximo, he was really good. Um, not as good as Joaquin, but... Right. I mean, Oliver Reed, you just want him on the screen at all time, no matter what he's doing. He's such a presence. Mm-hmm. And this is right before he died. Oh, um, was it? Like, yeah. he, he died, like, right after filming was around. He might have died during filming, now that I think okay. about it. Um, it came out after he was already gone. And, I mean, like, like his work in, like, Ken Russell's movies and mm-hmm. in The Brood. Yeah. Like, like it, it's here. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's in this movie. Yeah, it's in his eyes. I know. Like, he has the most expressive eyes there are. Yep. They're so effective. Just every, They're just so big, you know? <laughs> These, like, orbs of emotion. Yes, you're right, dude. Right. They're amazing. And that trunk-like neck yeah. that, that is just, like, no matter what age he is, he's always just, like, a, like he, this is a powerful human being, you know? Yeah, his body's like a tube. <laughs> like, he's just a straight tube. Yes. Like, he's not... He's not all buff and stuff. He's right. just a big old burly man. I know. You know. You don't want to mess with this guy. No, dude. And and his character reminds me a lot of Peter Ustinov in Spartacus, uh-huh. uh, like the gladiator who who won his freedom, mm-hmm. um, and now is uh, like a uh, who's doing it himself. He was running a gladiatorial school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I guess just r- real quick back to what we were talking about, kind of the gripes of of Marcus Aurelius's plan with holes in it. Uh huh. I, I I think that if you're Maximus too. 
that that I, I, I wish he, he had kind of immediately realized that he needs to have a cunning plan himself. Okay. He, he makes yeah. one later in the movie. Mm-hmm. But you know that Commodus is not going to take this news well. So you need to no. go back to your troops and say, here's what just happened. Marcus Aurelius made me Caesar. Um, get ready. Because, you know, let, let's let's get something together mm-hmm. and let's make sure that Commodus does not, you know, double cross me. And you got my back. Right. You know? And that's immediately what happens. He gets double cross. <laughs> it's just, I mean, like it takes five minutes, you know. Uh, and then he... He's immediately sent to be executed and his family burned, you know, on the cross. <laughs> this is what happens. This is what yes. Commodus does. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, immediately. I guess when you've committed his regicide, first move you have to as, do this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, killing your own father, you know, uh-huh. is, is bad enough. Patricide, too. Yeah. You're right. Man, he's, he's a bad dude. Right, right. <laughs> so, I guess, you know, Russell Crowe pulls a superhero stunt and gets out of his ex- own execution and yes, kills everyone by right. throwing swords across the battlefield in a true, in true Roman fashion. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, that sword flinging through the air. It's cool. It is a really nice but effect. it is not, <laughs> that's not what would happen. Has I anyone mean, in real life ever killed someone with a flying sword? I don't think, so. well, probably. I, I bet mean, it's like, happened. Y- you think, I, I wager that it has never. You don't happened think anyone's once. ever done it and no. been like, "Wow, I didn't expect to kill the guy." Oh, maybe on accident. Yeah, but it okay, wasn't like yeah. some guy jumping out of a lake, like Hoo! like Howie Long in that fire movie. Like it wasn't like that. It wasn't Howie Long move. Yeah. No, you're right. It, it, it may have happened just as a last ditch attempt to stay alive. I'm gonna fling this sword at somebody. Right. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. Or your horse stepped on a sword and it flipped up and hit some dude. Yeah, like that's you right. know. It's an accidental move. I it's gotcha. not. It's not. I'm jumping out from behind a tree and. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. No, it's not no. a real maneuver <laughs> that you were trained to do. No one ever does that. <laughs> You're trying to escape four legionnaires. I know. You can't do that. I know. And and people like you know, <laughs> and he he gets wounded during this altercation. Oh, yeah, yeah, by yeah, the last true. guy. Yeah. Um. There, there's one Praetorian guard who's there, mm-hmm. who's like drinking on the job, and Maximus and oh, hey, hey, you know, I'm, I'm over here. The guy does his duty. He throws down his flask, uh-huh. his wine skin. Yeah. And he and he rides over, and he he gets he gets Maximus like with his lance. Yeah. He hits him in the shoulder. Yes. Yeah. Um. So Maximus is now like kind of wounded, and he's losing a lot of blood, and he's he's out in the wilderness by mm-hmm. himself. And he's just—he's trying to get back to his homestead to make sure that his wife and son are okay. Yeah. When he gets there, they are, as we referenced earlier, uh, crucified and burned alive. Yeah. Wow, what a death! Um, God, that sucks. That yeah. is really horrible. And he's picked up by a band of like sort of slave catchers uh, because mm-hmm. they don't know who he is. They think he's just a commoner. Um, and he's brought to Oliver Reed's uh, place. Yeah. And the, he's going to start being a gladiator and mm-hmm. uh, go, you know. He starts fighting for, 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 you know, people's pleasures. Yeah. Um, why? I guess he's ho- can't do anything about it? I don't know. He can't say, hey, I'm Maximus. I'm the general. Talk to somebody. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe Oliver Reed's heard it all before, and he's like, all right, dude. I don't believe a thing you're right, saying. Right. You're not the king. You're not a prince. <laughs> no, no. Whatever. I mean, wouldn't... <laughs> like... Uh, Okay, so he he's, he, he just go, accepts it. He just accepts it, like his faith that he he's now a slave. He's like, hey, I'm the rightful emperor, but I've been betrayed, and blah blah blah. 
You'd it, have to investigate that, right? Exactly. Like, if, what if, if I put claim? What if I put the emperor in a gladiator match on accident? Right. Yeah, that's right. not good for him. No. It, that, there you go. That, that's what it is. That, that That's the only vetting you have to do, even if you don't believe a word of this guy's story. Let mm-hmm. me just check on this to make sure I'm not putting the rightful king into, right. the, into the gladiator <laughs> ring. Even though he's badass. <laughs> I, have a, I have one problem with the fights in the movie. Okay. The gladiator matches are pretty cool. Yeah. They're good fights. Yeah. Um, there's, there's lots of gore. I remember it being more gory the last time I watched it. Yeah. Like, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't as bad this time. Right. But anyway, there, it's kind of gory. There's good fights. It's, you know, fast editing, which is fine. Uh, but the one thing that bothers me is sometimes these guys are wearing armor that looks like, like a boss in a video game. Like they've got <laughs> impractical armor on. Like they've got giant steel helmets. I know. With like weird shapes on them. Like, yes. Who would wear this to fight? I, I guess. Like, I know. Stupid. It's stupid. It, it's, like, it's like the Legion of Doom. <laughs> Like you wouldn't wrestle in those spikes, like no, you wouldn't. I mean, you wouldn't be dressed like Demolition, like like and, like, like like Spenoli Thorson is yeah. in, in the in the fight that happens like later in the movie. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, he puts on this 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 mask. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that is, <laughs> right, it, it's actually like the same mask that's in Kingdom of Heaven that came out five years later, another uh-huh. Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. Um, Sven only Thorson comes out of like retirement to like uh, this happens later. We're right. Yeah. Around, this is but, in the Coliseum. Yes. Uh, and. I mean, you're you're right. He is wearing completely impractical clothing <laughs> right. to fight a gladiator match. Yep. I mean, you're going to be really slow, and your your reactions are not going to be what they are, I'd, and you're going to get killed. I'd imagine it's just for the audience's enjoyment. I guess like, for look flair. at that dude. Yes, look at that dude. Exactly. Yeah. Look at that big Dane. He's <laughs> got a lot of panache. Look at that idiot. He's going to get killed. <laughs> I know. By this live and athletic man was. Why nothing. are you wearing half of an ox? <laughs> Like, it makes no sense. I know. I know, man. <laughs> there literally is a guy wearing the front half of an ox. Like, yeah. his head is in the ox's head, and the rest of the body's over his body. That's his armor. He's a reverse centaur. <laughs> and he's in the gladiator arena. It's so it's ridiculous. So stupid. <laughs> it's a cool visual, but it's yeah. just like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Maybe it really happened. Who knows, right? I mean, um, um, man, it, yeah, and and I I know that like really Scott and and the other film and the other people who are involved in the film like did consult historians, yeah, to, like you know make sure that the that the armor was like the the equipment was correct and stuff like that. I'm sure they did, but several historians walked off the project. Okay, um, <laughs> right. probably because of the stuff we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, like they did not wear no. like whole animals as no, armor. It, it couldn't have been. <laughs> like, God, I mean, you see the extreme it might have gone at some point. Yes. Like, there's two guys in a horse suit, like, running around or something. <laughs> no doubt, man. <laughs> it gets ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. So so Maximus starts fighting for money. or Well, for, for because he's not because for money. because he has to. Because he has to. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a gladiator he's a slave. slave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he has the famous line, um, the... the, the Oliver Reed has this like kind of arena that that he just like you know has out in the desert. It's out in it's some like province Africa, somewhere, Algeria, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he has the the famous line, "Are you not entertained?" Um, mm-hmm. Which I I had forgotten was in this movie. Really, I I for whatever reason I hadn't heard that line, and I mean I'm sure it was been on Facebook memes forever, and uh-huh, I just missed yeah. it. Um, but I was like, oh, that's a pretty good line. It's a great line. Yeah, he goes out there by himself. 
and just superheroes it and kills yes. like five guys. Right. Within like 10 seconds and yells at the crowd, are you not entertained? Yeah. He does these fights because he has to, but he's not having it. Oh, he doesn't right. want to be doing this shit. Right. He just happens to be awesome at it, so that's fine. He's and a general. I, I know. Mean, he's a great general. He's, he's so. a trained fighter. Yeah. And and at this point, too, is when you, you, you could, even after his first fight, the, the Are You Not Entertained fight, he could go to Oliver Reed and say, you know why I was so awesome out there? Yeah. It's not because of luck. <laughs> you know, right. Um, yeah. I am a general. Mm-hmm. And I was, and here's what happened to me. We need to raise an army. You, you need to, like, you know, bring my guys in here, and we right. need to go to Rome right now. Yep. We're going to march on Rome. Right. And we can do it because my troops are going to support me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Commodus has nothing. I mean, he, he's got no, no one, defenses. No one's on his side. No. Not one person. That's why they don't tell him that everything went wrong when they tried to execute Maximus. There's, there it is. Exactly. Yeah. That, and that, that's revealed at the end when, well, it's like maybe halfway through the movie yeah. when... It's revealed that, oh no, Maximus is not dead. Right. What am I going to do about it now? Right. Holy crap. And the crowd loves them. Yep. So I can't do anything. Yeah. Because I need their love. This is Commodus, everybody. This is Joaquin Phoenix's character. <laughs> like you said, it's the best character in the movie, I the know. most complicated. He needs to be loved. He wants the people to love him. So he has to do what they say. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weird, like, like, um, a thing that, that that tyrants often do is is mm-hmm. they 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 have like these populist leanings and they um and and they they want they just crave the love of the yep. common people. Yep. Um they 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 don't know that that the common people actually um you know, they don't know what their needs are mm-hmm. and and they don't want to actually help them. They just want their love. So they do what they think common people want. Right. And in this case, it's 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 backfiring against him personally because he has to let this guy live who is yeah. dangerous to his power. Yeah. And um, after like Russell, after Maximus, you know, like defeats a bunch of people in Oliver Reed's gladiator gladiator arena, they they they're called to Rome to the actual Colosseum right. to do this fighting, mm-hmm. and his identity is revealed because Commodus's nephew, uh, Connie Nielsen's son, mm-hmm. Lucius, he wants to meet the the Spaniard. Which is what Maximus is going, his alias yeah, that he yeah. has. And they go down there and he says, you know, Gladiator, you, you fought bravely. You you know, like, reveal yourself. Yeah. And he tells him, he just takes off his helmet and says, yeah, I'm Maximus. Tell me your real name. Uh-huh. And he goes, my name is Gladiator. And then yes. he's, he turns his back on him and says, hey, don't turn your back on me. I'm Joaquin Phoenix, dude. And he, <laughs> he, and he takes off his helmet and he's like... He's like, my name is Maximus, blah, 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 blah. I'm the general of whatever, and you killed my father. Prepare to die. Prepare to die. Yeah. I know. That, that is exactly <laughs> whatever what he is. says. I know. Joaquin Phoenix has six fingers. <laughs> and he turns tail and runs. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> no, but now Joaquin wants him dead, but he can't because the crowd loves this dude. And, and then in the next fight, I think when he defeats Sven Oli Thorson. Yes. They give him the thumbs down, you know, uh-huh. kill him, right. kill him. But Maximus does not. Right. And the crowd loves that. They're like, oh, he defied the, what uh, the emperor said. And yeah. we still love this guy. That's what Maximus has been trying to do the whole time. He wants to take down Joaquin Phoenix. Right. And he wants Rome to become the Republic without the Caesar. And it's and it's part of, too, what, what, uh, what Proximo 
had explained to him earlier. Win the crowd and you'll win your freedom? Exactly. Something like that? Yep. Win the crowd and you will win your freedom. That's what happened with him. Mm-hmm. And he's right. And he, he's just talking about being a gladiator in those moments. Right. But, but he's, his, th- that philosophy extends into this, this like political power play mm-hmm. of, you know, like, I mean, I, I don't think that the crowd at this point knows who Maximus really is. They think he's still just the Spaniard. Yeah. Um, but word is going to get out. Mm-hmm. And if if they find out that this guy's actually a, a an exiled Roman general who mm-hmm. was betrayed by the emperor, and he's a great gladiator, and he's winning their love, yeah, Commodus is fucked. Definitely, you know, it's done. Right. Um. And so yeah. And and there's there's uh, the other character in the film that is um, Marcus Aurelius had two children. Yeah. Uh, Lucilla, and. Uh, she's, she's the, I, I don't know if her and Commodus are supposed to be like, you know, twins or if she's older, uh, but she's played by Connie Nielsen. I imagine she's older yes. because Marcus Aurelius tells her, you know, if only you were born a boy, that's right. right. You would have made a great Caesar. Right. Um, which, you know, cause the high, the eldest son would take the throne. Right. So, and, and if you're already breaking with tradition and you're already like, you know, <laughs> right? like, why don't you just make <laughs> Lucilla the Caesar? Exactly. I mean, that would have been the safer play. I mean, Commodus probably on. isn't going to, to, to murder his sister. Uh, I don't know. We he, don't know. He might but, get there eventually. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he could have then, like, made further planning, and he could have, like, told right. Maximus now, here's what I'm doing. Lucilla is now the ruler of Rome, and you need to protect her. You are, you are now, like, yeah. in charge of her yeah. security. Right. He wouldn't feel as betrayed. Right. As, as if when Maximus is appointed Caesar. Yes. He would support his sister because he loves her. Right. Um, he'd be heartbroken, and he would feel betrayed himself like right. he does anyway. Yes. But yeah, like you said, he would not go to the lengths he does once he finds out Maximus is taking over. And I guess even, too, maybe like the, the, the thing I, we, we talked about, like I just said with Commodus, like maybe, maybe leave Commodus out of it completely, make Lucilla the successor, and then tell Maximus... Now you're in charge of the Praetorian Guard, and you're in charge of all the armies of Rome, mm-hmm. and you will protect her. Okay. Um, and her son, you know, Lucius, will one day be on the throne. Yeah. Um, or, th- who knows, when I die, maybe you make this a republic, you know, but let, let's just make sure that my disgusting evil son <laughs> is not sitting there. You so know? What, what would they do to Commodus? Would they just take him out and execute him? I, I don't know what you can do. What, what with, would they with do with yeah, him? Yeah, like like what, what, what the the problem of Commodus. What, what, yeah, what you do you do just, with this guy? What's to yeah, be done? We with need this to talk Commodus? about Commodus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Before he shoots up a school. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which, he would. Yes, this kid is like he is a Kylo Ren type. Oh, dude. Uh, and, yes. And, you know he he's just like the, the, this brooding little bastard. Uh huh. Um, who who is complicated, but but he's he's got evil in him. Mm-hmm. He has my favorite scene. I mean, he has my favorite everything in this movie. Yeah. Like, I, he's amazing. You want more of him. Yeah. Uh, but I love when he's he says the busy little bees speech. Yeah. That is that is some great stuff. <laughs> I know. It reminds me a lot of the snails and oysters stuff right. from from Spartacus. Right. I mean, it's different. It's a different story, and they're talking about different things, but it has the same weight to it. It's like, an allegorical. Yeah, it's yes. an allegory for something else. Right. You know, snails and oysters is about you know. homosexuality yes and this one's about betrayal by the ones you love yep so he's telling his sister lucilla he's telling her son a story you know about uh i don't know some other ancient romans who did something 
uh, how someone was betrayed by his family and it hurt them deeply. Uh-huh. And he he's telling this story to them. And it's obviously like to, to us, the audience, that he's not talking about the story. And yeah. even to the characters in the film, it's obvious. He's talking about them. You know, you've betrayed me. Right. And what's going to happen now? He knows yeah. that Connie Nielsen has been like like having... Uh, secret meetings with Maximus, mm-hmm. and he he you know understands that yeah, like, and they're organizing a coup. Yes, yeah, yes. Lu- Lucilla has been conspiring against him. Mm-hmm. He he realizes it right away. He like pretty much with this story. I mean, like she, Connie Nielsen is getting more and more emotional mm-hmm. uh, as as it's going on. She's getting more and more scared. Yeah. and I guess it's after he done he's done with the story. She she tells him she reveals yes, that's what's been happening, mm-hmm. and their plans are they're done. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and they they find out Russell Crowe's going to escape and then bring his army to Rome and mm-hmm. you know dethrone Commodus. Yeah. And it gets foiled. Um and it's great because Maximus gets out and his his squire or whatever is there, yeah. Gaius. Yeah. And he's on a horse and he sees him <laughs> and Gaius is like, "No, it's a trap." Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. It is. And the horse runs off, and he's hanging there by his neck on a rope. Right. And then Russell Crowe's like, no. And then a bunch of arrows come and hit Gaius. And yeah. It's it's a really failed attempt to escape. Commodus, yeah. like, like has this figured it, out. It's not just we stopped you. It's, listen here, motherfucker. Uh-huh. We're going to kill everyone. Yep. And yep. then you're next. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. It's not, like, it's not just we stopped you. Yep. Yeah, th- this is hopeless now. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. mine. Um, I think and... Commodus has the worst plan ever <laughs> Go ahead, to yes. fight Russell Crowe in <laughs> the Coliseum. <laughs> we, we we saw we saw very early in the film when Marcus Aurelius was still alive. Uh-huh. Um, I, I I can't remember if he's if Maximus has been told he's going to be made emperor yet. Mm-hmm. But there's just a very brief scene where like Maximus comes out of the king's tent and looks over and sees a young man training with uh-huh. swords. Yeah. The camera goes into it, and it's Joaquin Phoenix shirtless doing some yeah. impressive sword play. It's nice. Yes, it's cool. It's I like really it. good stuff. <laughs> um, and it's like, okay, they're just establishing that Commodus knows how to fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, which doesn't make sense <laughs> because Commodus is supposed to be a coward, and he has no bravery at all. Like. No courage. No, well, yeah. And he even says maybe not on the battlefield, but right. But there's other forms of courage. Like, well, I, I, I guess, I guess. I mean, I every, guess he can play with swords, but yeah. Every, I mean, every Caesar yeah. would would like know how like the basics of fighting. Okay, well, yeah, I guess you could give him that. Yeah, and yeah. it's. I think he's like choreographed his moves too, because I think it. <laughs> I think you can hear him saying one, two, three, he is. four, and I then know. then they, he's like, all right, go, and then it's like ching 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 ching. <laughs> So like he knows where to go. Yes. Like that's not how you fight. It's a, it's kind of a dance. I mean, almost, you can yeah. practice that way, right, and right. you know, get your movements down a little bit. But uh-huh. yeah, it's not real fighting. No. But anyway, yeah, he's he's gonna fight the world's greatest fighter in front of Rome. <laughs> it, it's dumb. I mean, it makes sense because he says to him, you know, this is the only way we can end it. Yeah. And honestly, I I agree with them. How else is he gonna gain the crowd back? Unless he defeats the man who challenged Rome, and in that way, yeah. it's not quite a stupid plan because, right. like, like the the what what has to happen after after all the stuff that he just did, mm-hmm. where where he totally squashes the coup. Yeah, the last step is to kill Maximus. Well, he can't just kill him, you know, in the dungeon while he's tied up. He mm-hmm. has to like have the people on his side. Yeah, and so the best way to do that would be to fight him, and 
the way he does it, the way he accomplishes this is he, while Maximus is still tied up, he takes a dagger and he mortally wounds Maximus. Yeah. Um, like, like gives him a really, you know, hard shank. He stabs him in the back. Yeah. Yes. Big prison shank. Right. Mm-hmm. And he tells them, you know, cover up the wound and, um, and get this guy out in the arena. And he's going to like pretend he's going to beat a wounded Maximus. Yeah. And even wounded Maximus is going to take this guy apart. <laughs> yeah, and when he's out there, wouldn't you... You can tell he's not moving right. Like, yeah. the crowd would be like, what's going on here? Yeah, this guy's been... What? Like, you know, he, was he shanked underground? Yeah, did he get he shanked? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, got, it's obviously he's injured. Yes. Or he's drunk or something. I know, right, right. I'd be like, dude, that's, that's not fair. Yep. I'm not on the Emperor's side. No. I'm still on Maximus' side. Right. And Maximus still manages to kill him. He does. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. And I like uh, Maximus knocks his sword out of his hand. And Commodus is like, get me a new sword. And mm-hmm. no one will give him one. Yeah. Because they're on Maximus' side. Right. That's right. good. I like it, that. Yeah. The whole, like, like the, the, the people who were sworn to protect him mm-hmm. are, are with the other guy. Yeah. And then he pulls out a secret shank yep. and <laughs> tries to kill Maximus. And he just gets the, the knife turned around on him and slowly depressed into his throat. Uh-huh. And that's the end of Commodus. Yeah. Finally. Commodus yes. the Merciful, <laughs> as he likes to put it. Right. <laughs> and it's weird because like now that Commodus is dead, the first move that Lucilla makes, um, I guess, is to... like. Free Gracchus, Derek Jacobi's character. Yeah, free all the prisoners yes, that, from like, the Senate. And, yes, yeah. all the all the people who he who Commodus wrongly imprisoned for political reasons. Mm-hmm. Which again, I, I, I we we keep picking apart all these you know royal uh, uh-huh. like palace intrigues. She should have just done that before the fight. <laughs> if she had that power, you know. But she was afraid of Commodus. But if well, Commodus would have won the fight, well, what if he gained back the trust of the crowd of the city? Of the senators, of whoever. Yeah. What if Commodus would have won that fight and she had just released these prisoners? He would he would just murder her and everyone else. But but Maximus had already parlayed with his other generals and captains who uh-huh. were probably marching on Rome at the time. Okay, so they were probably approaching the city. Yeah. Okay. So like he should have like told them, here's what Lucilla's gonna do if I'm captured. You know, okay, if yeah. I'm eliminated, go with Lucilla. Okay. You know, and That's she true. does that, and now she has protection there. Yeah. I mean, I, I... Well, good, well, good thing it didn't work out that way, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> we wouldn't have a movie. You're right. <laughs> this was not nominated for screenplay. No. <laughs> Man. Yeah. And, and then Maximus dies from his wounds. Yeah. And then... um. I guess Rome is happy again. Right. Now a republic. Who becomes Caesar? Is there a Caesar? Is Lucilla rule? Well, I, I would hope I know that it Lucilla becomes a rules. republic, but yes. they still have a Caesar. Well, exactly, because well, like cuz I mean not like, in, not in the the ruling sense, but yeah. they're still, you know, the head figure. I mean, I I guess like if if Commodus doesn't have an heir, which we, we don't see he has a son in the movie. Um I I I guess that like Lucius becomes emperor eventually, right? Yes. I okay. I you know, I, I I wish I knew more about uh, uh-huh. this part of Roman history. I, yeah. I I don't know anything after like because 120 years passes between this and Constantine. Yeah. So I don't know who ruled after Commodus did. Who knows? Yeah, it could have been Lucius. I have no clue. Right now, is that accurate? 
No, uh, the yeah. Commodus was an actual Yes, emperor? Commodus was an actual emperor. Yes. Was he actually Marcus Aurelius's son? Yes. Oh, wow. I yes. had no clue. Uh, but they put all this evil characterization on him that didn't really exist, and neither did Maximus. Okay. Um, in fact, his rule was, was about 12 years, where in the movie it's about, what, two months? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think, real quick, what do you think about like that, that incestual subplot that's going on here? Oh, the incestuous subplot. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, is it just another Star Wars thing here, actually? <laughs> um, so... <laughs> You know what? Like in big historical epics and in A Song of Ice and Fire, uh-huh. they really like to do incest. Yeah. Um, now the the reason I'm okay with it in the Ice and Fire series is because they really go with it. Okay. I mean, Jamie and Cersei are full on lovers, and they uh-huh. have children. In this case, in Gladiator, in a, in a in a regular multiplex movie, they just want to hint around at it because it's kind of sexy, and and Connie Nielsen and Joaquin Phoenix are really pleasing to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. It's not needed here. I don't think it's needed. The only thing it does is add nefariousness to I guess to yeah, just another level of, of evil. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I don't think it was needed, but no. it was fine, I yeah, guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right. Definitely made your skin crawl. Uh-huh. Uh because Joaquin is awesome. So yeah. Oh well go. yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Um the only other thing I wanted to talk about is just the the the, the main the other beef I have with the movie is the the sometimes horrible CGI. Okay. Um, when you're approaching like the exteriors of the palace yeah. and the exteriors of the Colosseum mm-hmm. um, with all those little Sims walking around. Yeah. And like, it, it's, it's a little bit phantom menacey. It does. It looks Sim city. Yes. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's really bad. Yeah. And usually CGI is good at, at distances. Yeah. For that. Right. It, it, it obviously wasn't that great looking. It looks like the Naboo. There's like Jar Jar Binks walking I know, around down there. I know, there. It's, it's really, really shitty. There's Watto, Sebulba, <laughs> they're all down there. That's right. They've got a flying pod to, to watch the games. You know what? You I, know? I bet there are some Star Wars characters mixed in there just as, as a so? favor. Yeah, it, it, there's got to be. Right. You know? <laughs> Did ILM do the special effects? It looks very ILM. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, shit. By the way, mm-hmm. this was nominated for screenplay. Good God. Okay. Must have been some bad movies that year. Yeah, yeah. Must have been. I think it was just all the excitement for Gladiator. Uh It was, hey, what other category could we give this? (laughs) What do you think of the CGI Tigers? Oh, were they CGI Tigers? I think they were CGI Tigers, weren't they? I I thought those looked pretty real to me. Um, I guess they had good CGI for the close-ups, but with distances, they got it wrong. The opposite of what usually happens. (laughs) You know what? I could be completely wrong, okay. but I remember there was a big hullabaloo about the CGI oh, tigers oh, in this movie. Okay, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but oh, okay. maybe I'm thinking of something else. Maybe I'm thinking of Life of Pi. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, so is that all? Yeah. I, I think I'm good. I think I'm good, yeah. Um, all right, so geez. so how'd you rate this movie, Dave? Would you recommend it? Um, I'm going to give this movie two stars, and I'm not recommending it. Okay, all right. I, 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 I kind of saw that coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll give it three stars. Okay. And I would recommend it mm. once. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's a good movie. Um, it's just overhyped. Joaquin Phoenix is what you got to see in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it, it's got a lot of action and spectacle, and it's right. fun. It's not a bad movie. So, yeah. If you haven't seen Gladiator, I wouldn't tell you to avoid it. Okay. <laughs> you got to check out Gladiator. Right. So uh, that about wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe in iTunes. Rate it, review it, most of all, share it. That gets more dudes listening to the dudes. Mm -hmm. 
If you don't use iTunes, find us on any other podcatcher or go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you need right there. Yes, and we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we also have an email address, mm-hmm. dudesonmovies at gmail.com. Please drop us a line. Yes, and let us know the answer to this week's question of the week. Dave, what is the question of the week? Uh, what is your favorite Joaquin Phoenix role? That's a good one. Yes. We, we figured Joaquin's the man in this movie, so That's we're right. going with Joaquin. That's right. All right, so everybody... Uh, thanks again. This is our two-year anniversary episode, like we said. Uh, two years of dudes. It's been fun. <laughs> yeah, it's been so great. So anyone who's listened to us from the beginning, anyone who just jumped in, we really appreciate it. Thank it's you really very much. It's really fun, um, and hopefully the Gladiator episode was fun for you. Yeah. I had a good time, actually, oh, talking about I did, too. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah, so um, next week, it's our two-year and one-week anniversary, <laughs> and we're... <laughs> That sucks. <laughs> and we're doing 1996's Lone Star, directed by John Sales. How do you say his last name? John Sales. Sales. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never knew how to pronounce that. Oh, okay. Lone Star, directed by John Sales, starring Chris Cooper and Elizabeth Pena. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.